Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. This is Heart to Heart with Swongile Mufukeng on Radio Pulpit. Remember, believers, that you are loved. Remember, believers, that you are the chosen one, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, his own special people. So no matter what you're going through, remember that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him from all of them. Ah, we are loved, ma. And he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you through the waters, through the fires. I will be with you even up until the end of the age. Remind yourself on a daily basis that he is with you in spite of it all, in spite of it all. And um, yeah, my family gave you joyous celebration reminding us that Sitandiwe, the title of the song is Utandiwe. So I'd like to ask a question to the family. Are you wondering where to advertise? You can get your advertising sorted for the year up to 50% discount that you can receive from Radio Pulpit included in our Radio Pulpit promotional packages and receive an additional promotional package per month to the same value when you advertise for six months or more. Business packages rate start from under 6000 per package. Not only is this great value, my family, but you also keep Radio Pulpit on the airwaves by advertising with us. So send us your details at gospel at radiopulpit.co.za and we will contact you. And alternatively, my family, if you can't do that, but you can call our client services on 012-334-1254. It's 012-334-1254. Or SMS the word advertise to 37871 or visit radiopulpit.co.za and uh, do remember that T's and C's do apply and uh, yes my family this is what we are doing from the 19th from the 19th today is the 20th so we started yesterday up until the 23rd so you still have a chance to send us that message you still have a chance to can call our client services and so yeah today I'm excited I told you today I'm just excited Today, I am just excited. I told you earlier on how excited I am. And um, yeah, I'm still continuing um, to be in my excitement because God is doing great things. God is just faithful. Now, today, I'll be talking to a beautiful queen. She's not new to us at Radio Pulpit. She has been with Abuti Godfrey Moabi, tackling money matters, if I'm not uh, wrong. And uh, she has been with and she has been doing some of our uh, inserts. She's also the author of the book, A Prayer for Deliverance. And I'm talking about uh, Pastor Angie Compass Real. And she is talking about how God saved her from the clutches of death. Yo! When the enemy thinks that he's got you and the enemy comes in like the flood. Do you remember that the Lord says though that the enemy will come in like the flood? But the Lord is faithful to deliver us from all of that. So yeah, my family, I'll be talking to her. You can be part of our discussion today as we go. And today is past part one because her testimony is really what we need to hear about. We don't want to leave a stone unturned, but we want to know everything and so So we'll be talking to her in a short while. And uh, today again, um, sure, yeah, the the Lord is just good. I'll be talking 
um, to ombudsman Russell Mamabulo. In actual fact, he is the specialist communication and outreach at um, uh, let me just go here just to make sure and we are talking about uh, the office of the tax ombud um, ombud i hope i'm saying it correctly ombud so we're talking about the office of the tax ombudsman and it, um, we 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 know that it's 10 years of making taxpayers rights matter so um uh, russell mamabulo the specialist communication and outreach uh, will be talking to us about that taxpayer rights matters and so we'll be um, enjoying that and learning from them and I can't wait uh, to do all of that before I greet my queen let's just take the sounds of Bongi and Colin be lifted get your everything sorted because after this song you don't want anything to disturb you to hear what God has got to say about Pastor Angie's testimony this is Heart to Heart with Swongile Mufukeng on Radio Pulpit. Heart to Heart. Be lifted, and that is Bongi and Colin, and just saying, be lifted, lifting the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You can't help it. When you know what he is doing, what he's up to, uh, you can't help it. You just uh, lift up his name, and he, he, he deserves all of it. He is worthy of all of it. And so I am delighted in the studio. I am joined by my queen, Pastor Angie Compass <laughs> Hello, 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 Sibongile. Thank you so much for having me back at Radio Poopers. You are part of the furniture, to be actually precise. <laughs> Part of the furniture. I have missed the Radio Pulpit family. It's been a few years. I bumped into Sam uh, in the corridor. Yeah. He was like, what's it been like four odd years <laughs> since you've been here? And um, I think I, I've had shows with Sam, with Godfrey, yo, with Marshall. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> and now it's my and your turn. No, so. no, no, it's my turn. It's my turn. Everybody. <laughs> Happy to be back with the family. In fact, the last time I was here, I believe, one yes. of the times I was here, I actually celebrated my birthday. What? So we got cake and tea. And Where is a, my cake yeah, and tea? You'll have to wait for the birthday. <laughs> I have to wait for that time. <laughs> and we had a great time celebrating with Enika and the team wow. it was just amazing so shout out to the radio pulpit family thank you for shout having out to me you back. you still have got some other shout outs to do because oh. there are people tuned in and listening to you and i talk absolutely uh-huh. um i have had an immense amount of feedback from family friends from colleagues um so many people are excited to hear what the spirit of the lord is saying i think on hey, our topic hey, awareness for mental health hey. so i want to start off by giving a massive shout out <laughs> to the ladies at emergent energy and matriarch i sent them a message this morning and i was like ladies i'm gonna be on radio and they're like we there to support you we will and... be with you <laughs> <laughs> and most importantly yeah. so many of the ladies were like we're praying for you you mm-hmm. got this you know Mm. So massive shout out to the team at Emergent Energy and Matriarch. That's a company that I'm currently consulting for. I have my own consulting company. Mm -hmm. I work in the solar PV industry. Um, so I am a businesswoman, hence my, my business platform go. with Godfrey, <laughs> Money Matters with yeah. Godfrey. Um, and so Emergent Energy has been a, a really huge part of helping me to get my project manager.
management consulting business going in the solar uh, installation and consulting mm-hmm, industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. A a woman with many talents and gifts and callings. So (laughs) welcome. But how are you doing? No, you know, at this point, I'm great. I mean, a a while ago, I wasn't so great. The near-death experience. Mm. Uh, But but let me not be remiss in um, giving a shout out to my family, my friends, (laughs) my neighbors, um, all of my, you know, my friends. All the people who are supporting me, my son, David, uh, you know, when I said to him, Auntie Sibyl wants me to come in and speak on radio again. And oh, this is wow. what we'll be speaking about. He said, mommy, go. And he made such a beautiful poster for us. Hey? Really? That really was, beautiful. That was uh, his input. <laughs> but uh, Lesejo did the poster for me because uh, I have a team of people who really just support everything yes. that God is doing in my life. Yeah. But uh, Sibyl, most importantly, um, I need to just acknowledge that mm-hmm. uh, the, the, one of the main reasons why I thought it is important for me to share your testimony as a minister of the gospel to, yeah. to speak on this topic is because a year ago today, on the 20th of February, 2023, my cousin brother committed suicide mm. and he didn't leave a letter. Mm. He didn't speak about it. He mm. said nothing. Mm. And we have questions and it, it's just left us absolutely devastated as a family and i don't think it was coincidental that you invited me on today on his very anniversary of when he passed on yeah and i'd like to dedicate today's show to my brother carol Bati jepa i wish he were here he's not mm-hmm. but what we can do today is save the lives of others. Yeah, it's time to save the lives By of others. By creating awareness. Yeah, we also um, have our young, my nephew, who took his life in December last year. Yeah, so we had to lay him to rest as well. Um, actually, in New- on New Year's Day. Oh, On no. New Year's Day. Yeah, no. it was actually on New Year's Day, not in December. I remember that everything was going well. He was fine. Nobody could tell that he was going through a lot. And he just left his uncle in the room and he went and he took his life so how many lives how many lives but it's time that god saves more lives right because we especially in the christian dom we neglect our mental health we go through a lot and yes we are the ones who should be seeking for counseling from time to time from our christian counselors we should be talking to each other we should be talking about it more um because my queen if you look at our Christian journey, it's not easy. No. That's why he says many are the afflictions of the righteous. Um, and so we face quite a lot. But let's take it back. Let's go back to where everything began with you, my queen. Um, when at the end of the day, you were faced with the clutches of death. You nearly lost your own life. What happened? So it was two years ago, and it was also during uh, New Year's. It was New Year's Eve, yeah. and uh, my son David and I decided that we wanted to go home to KZN to see the family for New Year's. Uh, and we, it was such a freak accident, Sibo. You know, we just packed a luggage bag, just a small bag, and I'd left it on the side. Um, and in the middle of the night, I wanted to go shout at David. Maybe that was just <laughs> me not supposed to shout at him. You know? 
<laughs> because he was making noise on his PlayStation and I was trying to sleep. Close to about midnight. It was actually just a few minutes after midnight. And uh, I didn't switch on the, the nightlight. I just, I was angry. So I got out of bed angry and I was walking like with like a, a heavy, angry stride. Yeah. I forgot that I'd left my luggage bag on the side um, and tripped over it hmm. and fell face first into the wall. So I reached out, you know, to grasp the wall and there was no wall. And so my face caught the wall and, and I fell in such a way that it snapped my neck back. Hmm. Um, like a whiplash kind of a thing. Exactly. The whiplash right. of this injury was, was quite severe. Sure. Uh, the treatment, the physio for the whiplash was very, very serious. Hmm. Um, and then I crumpled to the floor and, and I was lying on the floor and I don't know how long I had blacked out for. Hmm. Uh, and I screamed, but because David was um, on the, playing on, on yes. the PlayStation, he yes. didn't hear me. I'm sure the whole, <laughs> the whole complex, the whole neighborhood heard me scream except for him. And so I don't know how long I was lying on the floor, but I have to tell you. And, and, I, and, and wait, wait, yes. my queen, just there. I'm yes. just thinking most of the times when we hear the word accident and you say it was a freak accident, we're thinking car accident. We're thinking, yo, maybe they were driving on the highway and... And now you're telling us about an accident that you never think about right in your home in your where you're supposed home. to be feeling comfortable and relaxed. And, you know, you don't think about you falling or hitting a wall in your home. Correct. You feel safe. You feel safe. Yeah. And you know the parameters of your home. You, know, you, you just forget that you'd, you'd move the chair or you'd put a bag there because you know the parameters of your, of your house. You're comfortable, like you said, it's your space. Uh, so what a freak accident. And as I was, um, it was, you know, I felt like I was falling in slow motion. I, I've thought about that moment so many times. And as I was like, from the moment that I hit the wall, it was the most severe pain I've ever encountered in my life. But from the moment I hit the wall to the moment that I hit the floor, I went in slow motion in mm. my mind. And I remember in that moment thinking, you are going to die now. Hmm. Was w- it that painful? Or- it, it, it was that painful, but I don't know if it was so much about the pain. I, I can't explain it. It's, it's an inexplicable sensation. Right. But like info, I, I just when I when I got off that floor, when I got up and I realized I was lying on the floor, I was surprised to find out that I was still alive. Hmm. I don't know if it was the pain or what in me said to me that I was about to die in that moment. And so when I got up, I didn't. Think so 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 wait, my queen. So the soul and the like, the mind is still talking to you. Yes. And you are down. Yes. But you can hear yourself I speak. I hear myself. And you could tell that I am going to die. I knew in that moment I, I was meant to die. You sure. know, the fact that I am alive now. See, well, I, I can only say it's by the grace of God that I'm alive. So you wake up now? I wake up and lying on the floor. Mm. And... I mean, I mean, pain, excruciating pain. The, the, the injury to the jaw is so severe. Any swollen areas? Uh, well, it hasn't started sw- swelling as yet, okay. uh, but, but it's, the jaw is such a strong bone. Mm. Uh, you know, I think this, that it, it just caught most of the impact of that. And that's why I'm, you know, why I'm really still alive. But the pain was so severe and I couldn't, I couldn't make a decision to go to the hospital or not because it was New Year's Eve and the hospitals are busy. And so I just decided, you know, I'm going to just take some pain tablets and I'm going to sleep.
And that was the biggest mistake that I made. Hmm. Because I didn't realize at the time that I had a level three concussion. Hmm. At any time, you know, I've done research subsequently. And at any time that you black out, hmm. you get to hospital immediately. And I was blacked out for quite a while. I don't even know for how long before hmm. I came to. Hmm. Hmm. And uh, I didn't know this. And so I just took pain, pain tablets. I canceled my, my trip home. And I just slept for a couple of days. I just slept. And by day five, I started to feel like my brain is about to explode. It's like expanding in my head. Mm. And there's this cranial pressure. And, and I feel like my head wants to explode. And I'm starting to lose my vision. Mm. I'm starting to go blind slightly. And I'm starting to lose my vision. And I'm starting to lose my speech slightly. Mm. And I'm like, something's not right. I, I can't move my limbs as well. Mm. And so I phone a friend and I say, please, can you come and just take me to the doctor? Mm. I don't feel okay. And so I get to the doctor and he immediately starts doing x-rays. He has a, a, a radiologist in his offices. He immediately starts doing x-rays. Um, he can see now from Were here. you able to connect that this is connected to me falling to the, or going to the wall? Yes, yes, oh, because okay. I, I've been struggling with the pain. So I just slept for five solid days. Yeah, the pain, it was intense in the jaw, the Were neck. Were you taking anything for that? Massive painkillers, you sure. know. Um, and, and by this point, um, the doctor now starts actually injecting me straight, straight into my head with what I'm assuming is uh, steroids to bring the swelling in the brain down so that I don't actually die. Um, so, so it starts, puts me on steroids, a whole lot of medication, x-rays, uh, you know, and, and sends me home and says, you need to just step back and sleep. You need to rest. Your brain is now swollen. There is nothing you can do. You've got to just be still, allow the steroids to work and just allow the brain to heal. Mm. Uh, so he booked me off for about a week and then I went back to work. With the swollen brain. <laughs> the pain, where's the pain? There's pain. I'm not sleeping. Uh, I know that I've lost uh, most of my vision. I'm now starting to lose my memory. Mm. I'm starting to lose my speech. And I decide, okay, I'm going back to work. And and this is something that us, I think, as single parents, I think we need to do better. I think I had a fear that I, I am the only person who can take care of David. Mm. And I didn't reach out for help. Mm. And so instead of reaching out for help in that time, yeah. I went back to work. Hmm. And I wasn't ready to go back to work. Yeah. And we as people, we do this a lot. We, we neglect our health. Especially women. Especially women. Yeah. We neglect. We put ourselves last. We put ourselves last. Mm. And so I go back to work and, and I'm trying to work and I, I can see I'm not coping. I'm, I'm a high productive person. I know that. I get things done. I've just been promoted into a new position, head of projects in the solar uh, installation division. And, and I need to perform. And also people are putting me under pressure. Like my director, he's putting me under pressure. You're in a new position. We've mm. given you time. They actually said to me, we've given you time off. How much more? time do you need you need to start performing your job again you know as so I started you know trying to push my body to perform and um, a week goes by and I, I progressively get worse and until one day I'm sitting on the couch and I try to get off the couch and I'm paralyzed hmm. I cannot move hmm. it was the most terrifying experience I ever have ever had what is going on in your mind at that time? So you're frozen, you can't move. And I'm in my mind, I am terrified. I'm panicked. I don't know what's happening. I don't know why this is happening to me. Um, I, I'm just 
sitting on this couch and I'm I'm like almost like frozen frozen to mm-hmm. this couch and I just I can do nothing I, I'm just filled with fear and as time goes on and again I don't know how long I was paralyzed to the couch and as time goes on slowly um my hands start to move and I start to get some movement back and I immediately pick up my phone and I phone my doctor and I say to him doc I don't know what's going on but I can't move Hmm. He immediately gets a, gets a hold of my medical aid, gets me into um, into hospital, and they admitted me into hospital for a period of time. Hmm. So, where does the mental health issues come in? The mental health issues came in, and I didn't expect this. Yeah. In that, when you have a trauma of the brain, like a a concussion, mm. whether it's a level one concussion or a level three concussion. Mm your brain is going to experience that trauma. Okay. A- and this was a, quite a serious trauma because I blacked out. And I left it for so long that the brain had swelled. So if, hmm. if we dealt with it on day one... So you said level one. On level one, do you also pass out? No? No. So, you know, I've just done research online. I'm not, hmm. I'm not a medical doctor. Yeah. And I'm, but I'm, I just want to yes. hear because you mentioned... Correct. Yeah. So, so from what I've read, and I stand corrected, uh, a level three concussion is when you black out, when you're unconscious. Um, so the most information I had about a concussion was just watching the movie with Will Smith called Concussion mm. about rugby players, football players who keep on taking blows to the head and how that does impact them, not just f- in their physical body, but mentally. What is the mental effects of that? And if you watch that movie, you'll see how so many football players in America were committing suicide. Hmm. And nobody could understand why. And this Nigerian doctor actually says this is an issue of the brain. Hmm. And he discovered that it was an issue of concussion. Sure. And I didn't know I was dealing with something so similar. Yeah, You know, this was a serious thing, an issue of the brain, a neurological issue of the brain, the neck and the spine is not a minor issue. Hmm. You know, and I didn't know... You know, I'm going to say something to you now, Sibo, that's so, it's even scary when you just talk about it. I didn't know that when you have a concussion, any sudden movement to your brain can cause you to black out. Hmm. And I was driving, and you're not supposed to drive with a concussion. Hmm. And I was driving, my son and I back from church, David and I back from church. Were you that stubborn? I didn't know. (laughs) Well, yes. (laughs) That's a given. I had to go to church. (laughs) My wrist was bruised with like sprain because when I landed on on the floor, I sprained my wrist, <laughs> and my wrist was sprained. And I'm driving with like a sprained wrist, but I'm goodness going to church, gracious me, you know. And while we're driving on the highway, I just turned to to you know look at oncoming traffic, and that slight sudden movement caused me to black out while mm. I was driving. Mm. Can you imagine in the middle of the highway, you're driving 120 and you black out? Mm. So I had to pull off on the side of the road, you know, wait for somebody. And thank God we, we didn't cause an accident. My child was in the car with me. I had to pull off on the side of the road, wait for my uncle to come and pick me up, you know, and then continue the journey back home. So I was in hospital for a time. Like I said, I came out of hospital. I was meant to be in hospital for, for a longer period of time. Um, but after being in hospital for two weeks, I just felt like the amount of medication that they were giving me was numbing me. Um, and I just felt like I couldn't deal with the nature of this injury being on so much of medication. I am a person of faith. I believe that our Lord Jesus Christ is still healing. 
And I chose to put my faith and trust in the Lord healing me. Um, and so I asked the doctors to, to release me from hospital. They were not happy to do so because it was quite a serious injury, but I insisted. And um, so they did release me. And after being in hospital for just two weeks, I decided to go home. Now, I want to create a scenario for you. I, I got back home. I don't have much of a memory. I'm losing my sight, so I'm, 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 going, I'm, I'm almost blind. I'm losing my speech, so I can speak, but I have to concentrate on what I'm saying in order to get the words out. There's actually... I'd actually lost all cognitive functions. So there was a breakdown between my thoughts and my speech. So I would think something and I know I want to say it. But by the time I could say it, there was a disconnect. So I want to say, hello, Sibyl. But it would take me a few minutes from thinking it yeah. to being able to speak it. Yeah. So processing it in the brain. Processing and it in the area of the brain, I wasn't able to do. And so... I, I, How was that for you? Was it frustrating? It, frustrating, overwhelming. Um, I would cry all the time. I wanted to give up. Sibo, if there was ever a time in my life that I wanted to give up, it was then. Sure. I had lost all control of my body, of my Did mind. Did you feel like you've lost control of you? I lost control of me. I didn't know who I was anymore. And, and, and I haven't even got into the anxiety attacks yet. Hmm. You know, and so I, I, I leave hospital and I, and I start working. And, and you're still mothering. And I'm mothering. No help. And I'm cooking and I'm cleaning and I'm driving him to school because at that time I didn't know I shouldn't drive. And I'm dropping him off and I'm picking him up. And I'm working a solid nine hour day and, and, I'm, and I'm under pressure to perform because you're now the head of department. You've got to perform. Uh, we've got all these projects and, mm. and we put you in this position so that you can perform. And, and I want to perform. I, I, I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm, I'm my normal self. I'm a high performing person. And so I can do this. Mm. But I couldn't. Mm. And so after the first week of, of going back to work was the first anxiety attack that I had. And how did it feel like? Did it feel like you're having a heart attack? Oh, my Did goodness. you think you were having a heart attack? Let me put it that way. I thought I was going to die in that moment. Hmm. I mean, this is not... So and now, wait. Yes. The connection with what you're going through and everything else, was there a connection? Or were you asking yourself... What is this now? So uh, there was a connection because wh while I was in hospital, they had me seeing a psychologist and a psychiatrist because of the post-concussion syndrome. Um, so they wanted to help me to understand the nature of the injury, which was difficult for me at the time because I had not much memory. <laughs> mm. And so to have these serious conversations was a bit difficult. But I did grasp um, some of uh, some of the information out of that, and some of the information was you your your brain will be prone to anxiety, and you will be prone to anxiety attacks and depression, for the simple reason that number one, the medication that you on has side effects, the medication to to bring the swelling in the brain down and all of that. Secondly, um, your brain now is swollen and it's going into flight or flee mode. So I've never heard of that prior to this. The injury. what? Fight or flee mode. What is that? So fight or flee mode is a typical 
um, scenario or experience that you go through where you know where you, you see, uh, and again, I'm not a specialist, I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not a psychologist. This so is, is just it my where, lay opinion. When, when you're going through something, you're either going to fight quickly or you're going to run. You're going to run. Oh, okay. And it's a release, it's a release of, of, of the hormone from the adrenal gland. Mm. Again, mm. I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a, a psychiatrist. Mm. This is just my lay understanding. Mm. Release of cortisol from the adrenal, mm. adrenal gland. So it's, it's like similar to adrenaline. So you'll find like, People, yeah, it like is. a child is going to be ran over by a car and you, you go and you stop the car. You stop yes. the car what caused this person yes. to stop the car? You know, it's this hormone. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine keep on having an influx of this hormone every time your brain... I mean, when, when you go, when you have um, a, a large or large doses, when you experience large doses of adrenaline, sometimes it makes you even feel sick. Very, afterwards, very sick. Very, afterwards very sick. you feel like <gasps> no, no, not you are fatigued. Yeah. You are nauseous because the hormone, like any other hormone, has side effects. So mm. headache, uh, like a mig- actually a migraine, a severe migraine, uh, nausea, fatigue. This this cortisol is such a horrible. A hormone sure. that one has to deal with, and 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 then it has these side effects of you put it on weight. You know who wants to put it on weight? Us girls want to put it on weight, you know. Um, and so I started putting on weight. I was so the first injury, the first anxiety attack that I had was a total shock to me. I've never been prone to anxiety. Um, I've never had an anxiety anxiety attack before. And this is what I want to really speak around today, Sibo. I want to speak about anxiety. I want to speak about my experience with it, my personal experience. Like, again, I stand corrected. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychologist. I've done some research. I've spoken to psychologists, psychologists, psychiatrists, medical doctors in order to heal myself, to, to deal with my own injury. But one thing I've realized from my own walk and prior to my injury, as a woman of God, as an ordained pastor, as a counselor myself, I have prayed with multitudes of people mm. who have struggled with anxiety. Mm. I've prayed with them and, go, and the Lord has healed them. Mm. And, I, and I had compassion for them mm. in that they were struggling with this. And I'd sit with them and say, well, you know, the Bible speaks about anxiety and you don't need to struggle with anxiety. And I can pray with you now and the Lord will set mm. you free. And that was compassion. But after having gone through it, I am a different person. My, I see a counselor, by the way, mm. and she said something to me. She said, your, your trauma has made you a different person. Your trauma has made you a stronger person. Mm-hmm. Your trauma has changed you. Wow. We're just going to hold it there. Your trauma has changed you. You're a new person. Now you see the world in a different and a new way. Yes. All right. Let's go to the one o'clock news bulletin. And then we are coming back to talk to Pastor Angie Samore. You're at 657 AM Radio Caring. 24 hours a day. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Imagine a place where young people can get answers to difficult questions. Seek advice on issues that they struggle with. Listen to uplifting music and find relevant and godly content that can help them shape their identity. All this while also having fun in a safe space and environment. Well, the new I Am Youth website is just the place where you can find this and so much more. Go to iamyouth.co.za for an experience that will stay with you for life. I am youth. Life explained.
Listen to Radio Pulpit 657 AM for a godly perspective on day-to-day events. You and 657 AM and life, a winning team on the road to eternity.